Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Happy Martin Luther King Day. It was not a holiday for us. The only person in our house who had a day off was our 12-year-old. <laughs> Don't say happy Martin Luther King Day to me because 2023 and the way almost all of Martin Luther King Day is celebrated now is disgraceful and a disgrace to his actual memory and the work he actually did. Well, I like didn't acknowledge it's, it on social media because I mean, I'm scared. I don't know what the rules are yeah, right now. You if can't, we're you're allowed, not allowed to say happy anything. It's no, not, no, well, and we're not we're not allowed to quote Martin Luther King anymore. Well, and think. he's not allowed and, to quote. There's not a, the quotes. His famous quotes are inoperable now. They don't they don't start. They're not anti-racist. So no. yeah, we can't. I mean, so, it's. So by the Everybody's way, in a bind. So I made the mistake. Oh, first of all, let me. I have a piece of business to settle with you. <laughs> what? What did I do? You approached <laughs> your um, your computer mm-hmm. and said, "Did you touch the brightness on this computer?" <laughs> no, it was like glowing. Alice, you have it on set on low. What is this new thing now? Where my daughter has to wear special sunglasses to look at an iPhone. Which is BS, uh, ridiculous. Blue it, light glasses. It helps with your sleep. It helps. If you look no. at screens, it messes up your sleep because the blue light. It's true. She likes her blue light glasses. I'm sure she does, but it's all a myth. There's nothing to any of that. <laughs> and then you, your little Siberian eyes can't handle it. Your, the, the, your screen was pitch black. I never used that computer. It was pitch, pitch black yesterday. I was trying to watch the Minahan show. <laughs> I couldn't see those two guys in the studio. That makes you happy to to not see anything, to be I can see barely visual. What do you use? Uh, like echolocation to know what's going on in the show? No, I that's see terrible. Just fine. Why would you I don't do that have to the you? brightness turned way up. For one thing, it casts a weird light on my face during the show if the screen is like blaring out all this light at me, and also. <laughs> Why a, are you looking at me like that? No, I just don't like it to be turned up that high. Everything looks it like was super Alice. saturated. You had it on one out of ten. <laughs> no, I turned it back down to that. You had it as if the people at the Trinity site, when they were testing, Oppenheimer was testing the bomb, that was what their sunglasses could see. <laughs> well, I prefer it that That's way. weird, Alice. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll make sure that nothing too bright comes around. Horrifies me. Okay. <laughs> when did I? When did I say that? <laughs> when is that from? What do you mean? It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. It it is really you though. It is real. This cannot be real. Wow. <laughs> it can be real though. It matters. Okay. Do you believe me now? <laughs> yes, I they are real. That's right. <laughs> I apologize. Oh, my goodness. So, um, 
Did you make? Did you answer the question as to which one of the ladies if we went out last night that you would make out with if you I had to? I don't make out with ladies. I like salami. All right. <laughs> Why is this becoming a thing? I don't know, but I don't see it stopping. Okay, so now listen. Okay. Listen. Um, <laughs> Horrifies me. Um, okay, so okay. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. All right, I made the mistake today of... I didn't make any mistake. Your daughter, D-O-T-T-E-R, who's actually a well-behaved child, generally, um, turned on the TV to something that we used to call, Alice, Channel 5. <laughs> and it's local news. I haven't seen this Channel 5 in a long time. I do love our friend, Doug Meehan. He works for Channel mm-hmm. 5. He's got an anchor spot. He deserves it because he's a great guy. the best, Maybe the best guy in all of broadcasting. He's a great guy. Um, but like I don't, I'm not watching. I don't. I, I, there's not enough time in it. That I've said goodbye. I got so sick of hearing Boston accents of people like saying the fire just got out of hand quickly, and my cat's body was in the tree, but they were good enough to save him for me, and so am I right? Like people, I can't, I can't stand it. I always thought it was really just. I can't stand it. Can't stand local news. I mean, lots of local. I can't send local accents, and it just always bothered me as a kid. And I just thought, "This is weird." I just think I, I just think I said it always bothered me too. That's that's unfortunate. By the uh, way, did your daughter ask you her question about the word idea? She mentioned. Day? Oh, she said that some the people here say idea. She said, "Why do all my teachers say idea?" Yeah. Well, I said, "Ask your dad; he can explain that to you." Well, I don't say idea, but well, you're but right. you are snobbish about accents. I'm not snobbish about accents. Mm-hmm. I just can't handle like all the 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 trashiness at once. I can't. I just want it's it's fine. That's fine. I live a life of trashiness, so I am not really looking down my nose. I just it, that always bothered me. Just just growing up, the hearing the local news, and you know you know hearing about somebody you know sh- saving a deer from broken ice and saying thank God the fire department got the every time. Like uh, yeah, it's my own thing. Don't worry about it. Okay. That's my own thing. So, uh, so there you go. I'm watching Channel Five. Channel Five is a a um, Hearst station. <clears throat> I think it's a Hearst station, or is it? I think it is. But it's kind of locally run, much like it's run like a family. There's a lot of people on there that like otherwise would have been moved along and retired. But they've it, it's probably it's probably working for them because you know people don't want to see you know 21 year old cupcakes and anchor chairs just because they have pretty smiles all the time. But people you like a lot of these anchors. It's neither here nor there. Because I burn bridge after bridge. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but so I'm checking it out, and and what was this? And I come to this story, and I actually this catches my my eye. Listen to this. Are you ready? Okay, I'm listening. This is recorded off my phone, so it's not great. WCVB New Center 5 at 5.30. New questions about the safety of gas stoves have left some parents wondering when to cook meals for their kids and how. Here with some answers is Dr. Scott Hadland, of Chief of Adolescent and Young Adult Medicine at Mass General Hospital. Great to see you, Doctor. Thanks for your time. So, it, it, let's face it. This is this is this is a big issue because there are more than forty million households in the United States with gas stove in the kitchen. So, why do some researchers now think that's a problem? This is so, like, dangerously, purposefully. It makes you see how the COVID stuff happened, though. Yeah, creating, creating a storyline. Let's face it. This is a mm-hmm. real problem. There's 40 million gas stoves. Some parents are very worried about this. Well, so we'll bring on the. What can you do? We'll bring on the pediatrician. I mean, are we nuts, doctor? We'll bring on the pediatrician. Of course, he wants the publicity too. He's happy to come here, and he's he knows what they they want to hear, so he'll keep it alive. And now we manufacture something out of nothing. Well, this has all been sparked by a new study that came out in December, uh, just a few weeks ago, that showed that as many as. Up- by the way, was that what sparked all of this? Well, and that study, by the way, was funded by a bunch of groups who want to get rid of fossil fuels. Of course. But was that how this was all sparked? No, it was sparked because the Biden administration, uh, whatever, consumer product safety people, Trumpka said that they exactly. were thinking about banning gas stoves. But that's very political. I know, you know the son of Richard Trumpka is a very political guy. Obviously, he was given a patronage, patronage gig, this and that, et cetera. So... 
So, so they sidestepped the political, right? Food, you know, the mud slinging there was, so that this can very organically just come from a study. The one in eight cases of childhood asthma across the United States might actually be attributable to gas stoves and, and the emissions that they Wait, put go back out. a tiny bit. Mm-hmm. Um, how many? Asthma across the United States. How many States. cases of asthma? The problem. Well, this has all been sparked by a new study that came out in December uh, just a few weeks ago that showed that as many as up to one in eight cases of childhood asthma across the United States might actually be attributable to... As many. As up to. As up to <laughs> one in eight might actually be, be attributable to, to <laughs> yeah. the gas stoves and, and the emissions that they put out, um, both in natural gas and when you burn the natural gas. Um, and this particular study included information on Massachusetts specifically where the number was slightly higher. Um, we found or the study found rather that about one in seven. That's a nice slip, too. Mm-hmm. We found the medical community. Oh, no, I mean the study found. But he's finding it now, too. Mm-hmm. So he, we all ha- have some concerns about this. Seven cases of childhood asthma in Massachusetts might be attributable to gas stoves. And we've gotten a lot of attention, um, or this study has gotten a lot of attention. We pediatricians are getting lots of questions about why, uh, why this might be. And it's really, you know, the potential harms of gas stoves have been known for decades. And this study is new because... You see this? We've always known that there was something As underlying dangerous. All the trendy yuppies didn't all put gas stoves in their houses because that was the thing to have a mm-hmm. little while ago. As if everybody wasn't reading all the stuff. I mean, like, we've been there with the parenting stuff. People give you so much freaking advice, both like random unsolicited advice mm-hmm. from strangers and like... There's tons of books of advice and your pediatrician's telling you stuff and you're reading all the latest blog articles and everything. So, and we had infants and young children and got a ton of parenting advice and read a ton of stuff about what was safe in the house. I mean, like you remember I yelled at your mom for using baby powder because baby powder wasn't safe anymore. And like, you know, you follow all these recommendations that they're giving you and they give you out packets of stuff when you're pregnant, not to eat this, not to eat Mm -hmm. that. Do you ever remember any one of those packets of information from any of the people that we had involved in our lives? Pretty pretty closely involved in our lives to deal with like our kids and safety and things around our house for approximately at least like 10 years we had young kids young young kids Mm -hmm. did any of that ever address gas stove that you can recall (laughs) nope i mean like lead paint like we've been talking about it for years soft cheeses sushi Mm -hmm. i remember all that (laughs) types of shellfish to eat and not eat that could be a thing a lot of attention. We pediatricians are getting lots of questions about why, uh, why this might be. And it's really, you know, the potential harms of gas stoves have been known for decades. And this study is new because what it's doing. By the way, I also don't believe he's necessarily been getting lots of questions. And if he is, it's not based on a survey. It's based on Rachel Maddow defending gas stoves. You mean not defending gas stoves. Right. Attacking gas stoves. Even though it's just all conservatives just made this up that They want to keep their gas stoves as a culture of war grievance. Yes. (laughs) Even though, what is it that we cook on it? Oh, Oh, yeah. uh, Meth. Yeah, Ben Dreyfus said that even though they've never cooked anything but meth, they are very attached to their gas stoves. Thank you. Decades, and this study is new because what it's doing is sort of sharing, you know, what the actual burden of this may be in Massachusetts. Because what it's actually doing is sort of sharing what the actual burden might be. This guy, this hack doctor, and this is why I hate doctors. I hate doctors. This hack doctor is... Can you believe how excited this guy must have been to get this call? Yeah. Yeah. So he's just BSing here. He's playing right along with Mm -hmm. them because he knows what they want to hear. So he's just qualifying the hell out of everything. But he's all in. He's all in. Massachusetts and beyond. And what's known about gas stoves is that they, um, when you burn natural gas it emits nitrogen dioxide which is a known irritant that can um, lead to asthma and uh, natural gas itself contains benzene which is a no car- uh, known carcinogen when did this big brass uh, pediatrician from mass general find out that information he's known it for decades when did he actually know? <laughs> this week most likely when he was googling before he went on the show yes i would say this day as a matter of fact 
And I want to be really clear that just because you have these in your house doesn't mean that your child is going to get sick with asthma or cancer. And most kids and families will be just fine. But I think this is a little bit of an eye-opening study. What a useless horse equivocating <laughs> thing, hack thing to say. This is why I hate doctors. Morgan says my parents smoked in the house. So does yeah. mine, Morgan. My, mine smoked in the car with, <laughs> with the, the windows, windows up, up. And it was no, there was no, and yeah, please. But this is why the medical community, this guy's a hack, as Fauci's a hack, as Rochelle Bolinsky's a hack. They're all the same GD hack. They're all the same mm-hmm. elites with big degrees and nothing really to say. But, oh, yeah, I can want me to be in the limelight. Wow, maybe they'll bring me on as, like, the Channel 5 guy who comes on now. And that would and be... answers questions right, about and all the things home. that you can to do that, to, to keep them. your kids safe. Wow, and some parents have told us they want these appliances out of the house. What's your advice? Yeah, what like the activists we know in Melbourne. What if some parents not told Channel 5? <laughs> that they want their gas stoves out of the house? Exactly. Exactly. That you know what? I'm angry that this stove is killing my kid. Call Channel Five. <laughs> we want you to know. I mean, it's all. This is all a facade. That people are going to the local. News. Julie and Phil raise a good point too. They go. Chefs all over the country are dropping dead from gas stove <laughs> emissions. We must put an end to this immediately. Yeah, I mean that's a great point because, for example, lots of the stuff that's in. Uh, the chemicals women put in their hair is like mm-hmm. really, really bad for you. And hairdressers do get sick and get cancer all the time. Well, we uh, we had our daughter have nail polish remover in the car the other day, and it we almost iced us all. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, there are some stuff that we know, and also like you know that like if you like you would see people who are around gas stoves all the time being sick, and they're not, which is why well, that's a great point from Julian Phil. Right. Well, I also think that probably. You know the violent, um, the violent like uh, physical, um, what's it called? Physics? Yeah, what's something pertaining to physics? Is that physical? I mean, I well, well the violent. Me... All, just think of all the violent functions happening when you drive your car. Right. There are explosions. There's violent piston movements. There are fluids flying all the place. There is exhaust. There is air that's recycled coming into the car, depending. Mm-hmm. There's everybody else's air. You know, you know, you, you know. You can smell weed as if you've been smoking in your car now. If the dude in front of you has been smoking weed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but I mean, like, what... and I'm not going to die on the hill of like I think it's great for you. I tend to think most stuff's probably not great for you. Like, if but you this go, is not about if you go and inhale right over the burner, mm-hmm. like, then yeah, it's probably not awesome. But. I, I mean, turn your range hood on and stop whining. This I don't is, understand. But this is also not about gas stoves. What's more <laughs> concerning is now you've got Ed Harding there saying he's looking very stern, and the lady next to him has a. This is this is just so difficult. It's tough for parents to make these decisions. This empathetic look. Mm-hmm. This is all theater. This is all theater by the anchors. It's all theater by the producers. It's all theater by this doctor who's a scumbag. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because I mean, the question for parents in fancy towns like melrose is do i how badly should i panic and get on the right side of history with the gas stoves should i rip mine out now and replace it with a fancy expensive induction range or can i wait until the next time i redo my entire kitchen in the next three to five years because i still remember one person in melrose telling me that uh they had redone their kitchen 10 years before but she felt like they needed to do it again because the styles had changed so much and I'm like looking around our kitchen with like the our linoleum. Our kitchen was from 1971. <laughs> it was like yeah. from the 70s. And I was, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, the styles have changed a lot. I totally get yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. We're really into retro. <laughs> Let me finish this up. Well, I think most kids are going to be fine, and I don't think parents should panic. I'm a parent of two young kids, and we have a gas stove in our home, and and I'm not panicking. Um, There are some strategies that parents can take to mitigate the risk of gas stoves. Um, So some examples include getting an electric stove or an induction stove. In some cases, you can even just get a small induction stove top, which is what we have in our house. Yes. <laughs> You're going to scare people with the dead air. So he's got a gas stove mm-hmm. and a small induction stove. 
Mm-hmm. And actually, you need a separate induction stovetop if you ever, I've been like reading about this now, if you ever mm-hmm. want to use a wok or something that doesn't have a totally flat mm-hmm. bottom because the way the induction works, it has to have like the surface area contact. And Why do you think he has a small pan- induction stove? Um, because it's a fancy elitist appliance. Correct. <laughs> he still uses that gas stove, obviously, and he's going to because he doesn't believe anything he's saying. Of course. Because it's possible that possibly one in eight cases of asthma could possibly, depending, possibly have something to do with some gas stoves, possibly. Say the people who want to get rid of all gas. Right. That's the study. Did he tell us who funded the study, by the way? No. Did he blow the story away? No, he wants to be a star because he's a whore. Everybody involved in this is a whore. I'm sorry. Um, if you're, uh, I say that as an attempted whore myself. Mm-hmm. Um, boiling water, consider getting an electric kettle, You know, using different forms of energy to heat things. Um, and then when you do use a gas stove or... If you get an electric kettle, do you have to plug it in? Yes. Plug it into what? A wall. Is there an outlet in the wall? Mm-hmm. Do outlets electrocute people? Yes. Have they ever electrocuted children? Mm-hmm. Oh. Has anybody seven. ever died from a gas stove? I suppose if you left it on. The like, gas stove? Yeah. If it explodes. Make sure you're ventilating. Turn on the, the ventilation hood. Make sure you open a window if you're able Good to. Good advice all the time anyway, by the yeah, way, for now, any reason. So then much like Fauci telling you how to like carry the crock pot into the house, this guy's now working at True Value Hardware. <laughs> Seriously, these people are so out of their goddamn zone, out of their lanes. But this is what the this is what the medical bureaucracy is. They want to be stars. This that dude is thrilled. He could be doing stuff to fix babies right now, but no. Channel Five called. I'm available. I'm available. <laughs> um, and you could consider an air purifier for the home, something that has what's called a HEPA filter in it that can um, filter out some of these uh, these irritants and gas. The, the worst thing is, there are moms. Running out to buy those items right yes, now. Yes, with masks on and Canada Goose jackets and Range Rovers, and they are hitting the gas. They're going over there. Dr. Hamlin, thank you for your time. Great advice. Great to see you. Thank, thank you. you. Well, it seems to- Was it great advice? <laughs> well, I don't know. I still, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do exactly. <laughs> Uh, but so the other Morgan thing- says carbon monoxide detectors are important. Yeah, that's actually true. That's people actually do die from that constantly. That's we have right, several but- inactive and broken ones. Some of which no. which have been. But so, and this is what's so dangerous about this because we've been through this with the little kids, like I was saying, and the trendiness of all the parent stuff, and a lot of that stuff, while really dumb, is harmless. And like we bought into a bunch of it on our first kid. We had like bottle warmers that I could leave you with when I went to work and some of them were really terrible not understanding that you could just put the baby bottle in a little pan of water on the stove and it would heat up oh yeah just fine. But, I mean, like, we, yeah, we or already, like the diaper genie stuff like that you would have to <laughs> you know don't or like you did talk find... me out of the wipe warmer that I wanted to get like but they else, do sell else, you all this if stuff. they find the inventor of the diaper, ge- diaper genie dead <laughs> uh, who is your first suspect <laughs> Thomas W. Shattuck I want you to tell the people what happened to our diaper genie it got thrown out of the second floor window correct <laughs> to its death <laughs> so then we switched to just putting them in plastic grocery bags, tying them up so they didn't stink and throwing them in the regular trash. Right. Which was fine. Yeah. And much more practical. And we didn't even, after kid, like, number two, I decided that the changing table was just an added piece of furniture that I didn't need and got rid of that, too. And we just had, like, a little changing mat that I would throw onto the bed or onto the floor or wherever. Yeah. Just change or, like, yeah. Like, I mean, all this stuff is such unnecessary... Like but you don't know it to get until you get through it. I mean, when people first have right. their first, but kid. my point is, like a lot of that stuff, it wasn't that cheap, but it was like not ridiculous. But you know, this stuff, like oh, just go out and buy a new stove. Oh, now you need an air purifier with a HEPA filter, and now you need this, and now you need that. Like it gets to a point where once they add enough stuff to that category and give that stuff the imprimatur of like this is important for your child's health that you know and i think covid had a lot to do with that too like all this stuff that you have to do xyz to keep your child safe right and when you when you imbue all that parenting stuff the trendy stuff you're supposed to buy and the stuff you're supposed to do and sanitizing bits of bottles or whatever like 
when you put that in the category of stuff you have to do to be a good parent to keep your child safe instead of in the category of trendy stuff that everybody's into right now that like really doesn't matter then you end up causing parents so much stress and Mm -hmm. aggravation and you know whatever else that that you make I mean then you wonder why young people aren't having kids and all this stuff is because you've put this sheen on parenting like it's this scary thing with all this stuff out here to kill your kid and if you don't buy all new appliances and and air purifiers and all this stuff then you're gonna like kill your child it just it makes it like it this impossible task parenting is freaking hard enough you know and companies are already trying to sell you a bunch of useless junk we don't need the government and the medical community and the doctors to all jump in and make you think that it's like way harder than it has to be Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Oh, totally. Totally agree. Um, What was I going to say? Damn it, I lost my... Phil. Um, I mean, I just filled a whole bunch and gave a whole big long. Alice, Can you, you just, just wait you until just... I'm at the end of a rant and I pause and wait for your reaction, and then you're like, "Phil," it's a, I mean, like it's a little disconcerting. <laughs> <laughs> I go into a whole thing. I have a nice prepared uh, yes, it, monologue, Alice, it's and called then co-hosting. I understand. I, no, I, I mean, go into a whole thing. You all don't the time, necessarily okay? co-host that great. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to start tuning into the 1570 project to see how it's done. That is, man, that is a workhorse of a uh, so, podcast. I uh, know. Don't don't go anywhere yet because I wanna... okay. Okay, so you need me to fill, but not yeah, cover because, any new topic. Well, here's what happened: was that okay? I was listening to, and I thought, should I write down a couple of notes for the description while she's talking? I thought, no, 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 because I want to pay attention. Because I want to engage her on something. I've got mm-hmm. a good point. And while I was working that out, I lost my point. <laughs> so you'd like me to. Say something more useless right now. Just say what you just said again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I guess it's I guess it's okay. But but uh, yeah, along those lines, they it, people don't know. But it's all part of like there's a huge industry and parents not knowing and new parents expecting parents, they don't know. And you go and register for eight thousand useless things. I mean, <laughs> Jesus. I mean, and I was old, an old guy when we had our kids, and mm-hmm. we were all into the registering for the stuff that was was not useful. Some stuff was. Some stuff was cool. I mean, we didn't get too ridiculous, although we. But but anyway. It's yeah, just, just a, moderately ridiculous, and then but we were cured of it after like one to two children. So the ne- oh yeah, the last two were left to fend <laughs> for themselves. There's the one over there who's bad now. He's he hasn't he hasn't have parents, so it's just a, a different. So here's the other thing. Mm-hmm. Um. Is it just shows you first of all that this isn't over? It's like, wait a second, you're accusing us of saying we don't want guest stoves. What are you doing? That's you're just that that never existed, etc. You know, whatever, go away. This is Republicans trying to have talking points, etc. It's a culture war, and then it recedes, and then little by little, the tendrils work their way back. And that's what this is. Mm-hmm. This is this is horse. Well, and depending I, where you live in the country. Yes. You could actually, it, it could already be done banning gas stoves. Yeah. Because what they've done, which is why, like, the 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 alder woman, the alderman in, in Melrose uh, it, it got rid of her gas stove, is what they've done is make a new definition. She's some, not an alder woman, but okay. Whatever she is. They've got, they've, they've got a, they've defined this week, it's almost like, um, 
It's almost like um like the the recipe everybody's making. You know, if it's like you know, flaxseed meringue is mm-hmm. is where it's at. So they've defined this week what the most cosmopolitan, cutting edge, stylish, relevant people should believe in fully. Right. It's been codified. So she said, "Okay, getting rid of my guest stove. That's it. I want to do the next thing that makes me the most popular." I yeah. seriously think that. A lot no, of doesn't this... it some of it feel like a test of the mind control software? Well, no, to <laughs> me, it's, it seems like also a test of compensating for not being very popular in high school. And now I'm going to be one of the popular kids in my circles of smart people now. And I'm going to wait till Ed Harding tells me what I should be worried about and to act thusly. Well, yeah, but I mean, all that stuff is like that. The Ukraine stuff and the... Sure, but when you, when, you, when you decide to 86 your stove after two <laughs> days, it's in the news cycle. <laughs> That's what I mean, is it feels like a test of the mind control. It's like we went through COVID and got all these people all worked up and like ready to do whatever the public health nut jobs told them to do, mm-hmm. like at the drop of a hat. Like they never listened to those people. Do you remember like public health guidance? Nobody took that seriously. Nobody doesn't eat the raw cookie batter because it has raw eggs. The CDC tells you not to do that. You know, like nobody used to take all that right. stuff literally. Well, but <laughs> like, also, they uh, used to take it all it? like weigh it in consideration with all the other factors. Do you know, but I think COVID like changed a lot of people. And now they're like, the experts say it. We got to do it. Like they just do it immediately. And I think it, right? that, that, you know, that they're going to try this now with a whole bunch of different stuff. Well, I yeah, think gas stoves are COVID just is one. one of those things. Like the climate is not one of those things that people make make um, noticeable changes in their lives for. Mm-hmm. Or not yet, although COVID greased the skids for that. So with COVID, everybody distanced. I still see. I still walk down the street every morning, and people are. We're still. We don't walk right past each other. It's like, like awkward to. And everybody wore the masks, and they they, they performed the act of panicking because a lot of people were scared. Mm-hmm. Um, but like in, but it wasn't that. So with climate, but the climate people found a new hook to get rid of these stoves that they hate. They make it about kids instead. Yeah, which you're, is the, har- which is you're way, harming your children. Right, which is the way this, all these ruses work. Like mm-hmm. you, you said in the 60s, coming out of all of these French academic institutions and and um, and Chicago University, whatever it is, you know, the, that we have to destroy uh, capitalistic institutions and try a different model, a hybrid almost of mm-hmm. uh, of post Marxist, um, like an almost this egalitarian um, communist state. We, that's what we should be doing: central planning, et cetera, et cetera. And America said, uh, "No, we're not doing that. You're behaving badly. You're trying to you're bombing uh, police stations every weekend. You're behaved badly. You're uh, you're dodging the draft." You're rioting in the streets. You've created hell. And they said no. And we had Ronald Reagan come in and say, it, well, Nixon first. And it was a hiccup with Nixon, of course. <laughs> and we tried something else. And then right to Reagan. And people rejected that. And then these people came back now and said, they got together and they said, okay, if we're going to do the communist thing now, we can't just tell them we need to tear down their institutions. We need to find other causes to get into. Tell mm-hmm. them it's about race. Tell them it's about health, climate. Uh, around comes COVID. Ooh, there's a good one. Mm-hmm. So what they've done is they've learned to, you know, dis- disguise the um, disguise the mission. You know, right. Just re- reeling it into other causes, which is you know brilliant of them mm-hmm. to do. I think it's probably well, yeah, because leftism really is like the mono cause, right? right. Everything to them is all one big issue, right? That's why you get people saying insane things like that kid, David Hogg or whatever. I know we're supposed to call him Hogue, but I, it's whatever. <laughs> anyway, the, the Parkland kid, right, saying stuff like queer indigenous people were the forefront of the the gun control movement. Because, because to them, it's like all the same all the same cause. Like it's all it all goes together to them. What is right. it out of batteries? Well, you can plug it in next to my bed. There's a cord next to my bed that you can plug it into. You can find my old phone. Yeah, you can find one of the other million devices that you have around the house that you've let run out of batteries. Um, But, yeah, so to them, like, it's all one big issue. And that's why they lump it together. It's not just about climate change. It's climate justice. And it's not just about, like, 
curing COVID. It's about curing COVID and solving for equity in curing COVID and making sure that the vaccine distribution has equity and is given out to black people first or whatever. Right. It's it's whether why, they like it or not. By the way. <laughs> no, but it's. To them, all these things are tied together and the right gets this wrong because they don't understand that the left sees this all as one big issue, right? And that you have to be on the right side of every issue or you don't mm -hmm. count, right? That you can't, can't be in the progressive movement unless you're all about abortion, all about gay rights, all about the climate, all about... You know, you have to you have to be, you know, on every issue. It's one reason why they attack Bernie Sanders on the, the gun control stuff, because he's he's not as far right. left on Vermonters the gun control hunch. because right. people in Vermont like guns. But the the whole issue to the left is all one issue. You can't have different opinions on these different things. You have to be all in. And they like routinely put them together into one thing mm -hmm. you know they'll say like climate change affects the you know minorities and indigenous people more Alice, or whatever. the the bridges are racist right that's yeah. one of the problems Pete with mayor Pete is that he's an activist and he's a cleric for progressiveness yeah, yeah, yeah. and mm -hmm. so that's what he's spending his time and energy looking at right care about a bunch of ships out in the water that's right and then they'll couch it in these terms that seem on the face of it reasonable right like oh but the gas stove's not safe for your children or the or you know they'll they'll tell you like can't you just wear the masks to protect the elderly or whatever you know they'll they'll right. like sneak in with these things but you right. don't realize when you sign up for one thing you've all of a sudden well, they're calling you to come to the black lives matter protest because that's also a public health you're threat. right and let's go back to the wearing the mask when i got in this thing with the actor benjamin byron Davis, who said, uh, "Everybody, don't forget to wear a or get vaxxed." And right. I said, "You know, get boosted." He said, "You know, a very authoritative way." And he said, "Get boosted." And and I said, "Why?" And he said, "Well, because it's about the same way we get other vaccines. It's about making sure we don't spread and helping and protecting your fellow fellow man, etc." And I replied to him that, "Well, you can still spread it whether or not you're boosted, whether or not you've gotten vaxxed." Mm -hmm. And he said, "Okay, well then." Do it for you to save your life so that you're safe. And it's always oh, so, so it's not about boosted, and maybe it's not also even about me. So mm -hmm. it's just do it, is what they're saying. Just yeah. do the thing that we're doing. Mm -hmm. That's it. Just do it because we're all opting into this. We're all believing that the, this bureaucracy, mm -hmm. the centralized bureaucracy, is the guiding light. We mm -hmm. do what we're told. Those are the rules I've been told on radio because it's the rules. The rules. Right. What do you mean it's the rules? Yeah. Dangerous stuff. And it's the same reason why the lady in the next town over when she was posting about gun control and how she reported somebody to the police in the town for posting an anti-gun control video in the town politics uh, Facebook group because the fact that they were pro-gun meant that they were dangerous and she reported them to the police. Um, on that same post, when people said that she seemed like a psychotic person for doing something like that she said do you realize i'm the person that ran a big bake sale and raised a bunch of money for ukraine <laughs> like because to them it's like but i'm really virtuous like don't yeah. you see that all these virtuous things are tied together reporting my neighbors to the police for being anti-gun control and raising money for ukraine are both part of the same package deal of insanity to them that's like that's what you get. It's all the yep. same things go together. So last thing is, since we're being... Last thing is... Uh, so, well, the last thing for me is that the next thing I saw on Channel 5 was a historic day today as people happily celebrate MLK Day and the... And the uh, and the incredible, new, extraordinary monument downtown, the statue called the Embrace, and people and everybody talking about how incredible this thing was and how wonderful and this and that and important. Cyril, can you go downstairs, please? Can you go downstairs? And Sally! people. Did you put something on for Cyril downstairs? Pick a bluey episode for you. Go. In the kitchen. No. Can you help him plug in my phone to charge it? Yes, yo, come on. Do you want to use mom's phone? She's going to help you use my phone. She's going to charge it for you. Well, on this side, you can only have 
three items on Roblox. Okay. I'm Okay. So so and in and so the the point is this that obviously it's MLK Day. Obviously he's an extraordinary American, he's an extraordinary mm-hmm. human being. And it's that's a story worth telling all the time. The glaring truth is that that, sta- that statue or whatever that thing is is an abomination. It's, it's a total, hideous. It's a total failure. It is something that if you got it from uh, Secret Santa, you'd be <laughs> giving it right away to somebody else. It's a piece of crap, and it's a total it's total disrespect towards him and Coretta Scott King. It's disgusting. It's awful. It's stupid. It's selfish of these progressives and this sculptor to come up with that piece of feces. There's no good angle. There's nope. no good angle. It's stupid. No matter People which are direction or all over the place. And my feeling is this. At, they pretended that wasn't happening on Channel 5. And I understand their news and their their TV news. And these are, people are pussies. And it's MLK Day and that's a tough day. That but would be you a tough well, hold on, hold on. Okay. That would be That's a tough day to criticize a symbol dedicated to him. At the same time, it would be the thing thing that shows that you have journalistic integrity to do to, to, to say that you're that people are saying this to at least report on it i mean that so now you know you can't count on them i think so, i can mm-hmm. i'm shocked that nobody in the boston herald just trashed it well but, i mean you don't even have to trash it necessarily if you're a journalist and literally everybody can see that the thing is um, it looks terrible every photo that's taken of it there's i have not yet seen one photo of it that makes it look good and everybody knows it everybody is saying it so i mean shouldn't you at least say like you know controversial modern statue like something to indicate it can be a sidebar or it can be a right like you say something to indicate that there's like mixed reactions to new martin luther king statue right like the, right, because that's just acknowledging the reality that everybody looks at this thing and says, "What the heck am I actually seeing right now?" It's funny. If I had been at the Herald, I, if I was editorializing, I would have tried to editorialize. They probably would have spiked it that it's crap. Or if I wrote a column, can you imagine the feedback I'd be getting right now if I just trashed it in the column using as? Oh, you'd be getting offers to. Uh, be re-educated left and right. Yeah. Do you remember when you wrote some? Co- you didn't even write this one, but you. Let somebody write an op-ed in the Lowell Sun yeah. that immigrants should learn English, right. and people were reaching out to you to. There were tell so many you that they could make time for you yes, to come in so and explain to, to you what you did wrong. They wanted to give me the opportunity to come in to take so they could lash me, give me thirty <laughs> lashes. People, Jesus, they're not. I'm so- willing to make time for you. It, to it was come all, in. It's funny because they, I'm sure they teach this somewhere. It's a struggle session thing. They say, mm-hmm. what exactly were you thinking when you said that? Because we've all decided the tribunal here. We've mm-hmm. decided that you had malevolent intentions and motivations. We just need to see if you have any possible defense because we pretty much rendered you guilty. Unless there's something else, what is it? And these people, they're just thugs and punks. Right. And I mean, like, it's funny that you say that, like, they teach it in a class, but they do teach this stuff in classes. They literally teach it to each other. I know. What? That's your math um, teacher's guide. Okay. You want to do math with me later? Okay. That's good. See? Takes after mom. He's hugging the math book. See that? Yeah. He's my child. All right. Okay. But did you see this Ron DeSantis story that I sent you? This no. is the Orlando Sentinel.com. Can you look up, by the way, who owns the Orlando Sentinel? Is it one of your people? Uh, let me see. Um, so anyway, so the Orlando Sentinel publishes story, dismay and anxiety on college campuses as DeSantis ramps up anti-CRT campaign. Governor oh. Ron DeSantis says he's targeting a far left Alice, woke agenda. Not that, not that it's here nor there. The Tribune mm-hmm. Published Company is an American newspaper, print and online media publishing. The company, which was acquired by Alden Global Capital. Oh, that's what I thought. I, their their paywall looked familiar to me. Not that's why I asked that. Um, and this guy, uh, this uh, history-making former Florida lawmaker, LGBTQ, he, him, L, good husband, brother, son, and... Favorite, I don't know what that word is. Anyway, um, he tweeted out this story from the Orlando Sentinel about the dismay on college campuses because uh, Ron DeSantis said they can't teach critical race theory anymore. Right, and they can't say gay anymore. Mm-hmm. UCF professors are renaming courses and removing phrases like 
human rights, social justice, equity, and equal to avoid being targeted or tracked by the state. This is happening in 2023 in the United States under the new McCarthyism of Ron DeSantis. Faculty members say they've seen other signs the governor has gained a foothold on their campuses, including the removal of the word social justice from the name of an office at UCF, which has been rebranded as the Office of Civil Discourse. Okay, we've been torpedoed here, so let's get to the... Um, chat, 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 okay. The Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline, chat, chat? Correct. I spilled at my uh, girls' night last night, mm-hmm. which was awesome, by the way. Yeah. Um... I spilled Chelsea Firework and hot sauce on my pants, so that's always... I'm going to move right along from that. <laughs> okay. All right. You ready? I was born mm-hmm. ready? I'm ready. Hello, Tom and Alice. Hey. Wasn't sure if you uh, recognize I stopped blowing into the microphone. It was a trademark of mine, but I've stopped doing it because I don't want to affect Alice's ears. They must be very, very sensitive. Um, also... Um, I don't think I'm really all that sexual. I just say things that no that everybody seems to be scared to even say. You're breaking down mm. walls. Breaking down walls. Anyway, that's my opinion. No problemo. Always appreciate it, Justin. Can't believe you made me read that Iron Head. <laughs> Can't believe we got that kind of read to read. At least the show's over and the mics are off and everything. I can go back to my my real job as a drag queen doing drag queen story hour. Was that true? I would be surprised that Jerry would do mm, that. Yeah, me I too. would be surprised. Hi, Tom. This is hey. Ibrahim X. Kendi. Oh, wow. And I was just calling to um, give you a little bit of feedback on oh, your right. show regarding. Thank me. you. Wow. Appreciate um, it. But there was one thing you left out. I'm levitating. What? <laughs> it's a great song so that was played yes it played during the radio show today too i don't know why this does it. it's this new thing i have so now you have that just to, to set up to play randomly on your computer yeah I, yeah it's it's a farago thing sometimes it plays two things it up i don't know i have it whatever it's yeah. oh, shit, okay <laughs> with the math okay here we go hello tom and alice Hi. This is Susan Collins. Oh, wow. Man. Wow. You'd better tell your buddy, Steve, over at the main wire mm-hmm. to stop sticking his nose where it doesn't belong. So just so you know, mm-hmm. Steve was rumored to be having an affair with Susan Collins. Really? Years ago, yes. I'd hate to see something happen to that cute little dog of his. Wow. Also, Thomas. Yes, sir, ma'am. I'll wear that Mrs. Claus outfit for you. There you go. Whenever you want, big boy. <laughs> you see, at least mm-hmm. she respects me. I can't believe what well, you let us all down. That was terrible. I told you I'd wear it for you. I don't care about for me. I'm trying to exploit you, Alice, <laughs> for gain. This is for you know how this works. Have you not trafficked people before? <laughs> Never have. Um, no. Okay, so. Um, uh, just one note. So anyway, that was brought to you by Chelsea Firewood Hot Sauce. That's exactly right. Which is a great hot sauce. It is. It was a huge hit at the it was a Chip huge had hit. some last night. He liked I it. I gave some to some uh, select people at my get-together, and it not only tastes great and is approved for Awaken 180, but they give 5% of the proceeds to the Fallen Firefighters Our friend Chip well. was eating one, and by the way, Chip had it on a chip, and I didn't say anything. I saw that was my first read. I saw the opportunity to say something, but I thought, you know what? He's had enough chip crap said to him through the years. I'm, I'm not sure. going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Another fun fact. Listen to this. How apropos is this? Ready, ready mm-hmm. Alice? Are you ready for this? Yeah. I'm Are ready. you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Ibram X. Kendi, Alice, teaches where? BU? Correct. Which stands for? Boston University. Correct. Which relative of Thomas Shattuck went to Boston University? Your dad. Are you going to tell the people your joke? That what's the difference between you and my dad? Oh, it's been a while. I mean, that's I wasn't going to, but we can. Go ahead, tell them. No, that's it's your dad. You have to tell it. Okay. It doesn't work if I tell it. Okay, but you've served up the joke when I was in the middle of something else. So you, I think you should tell it. 
Well, you started talking about your dad. Okay, so, so when okay. Alice would ask me something like, um, <laughs> like, like, can I have some more blanket in the bed, honey? <laughs> <laughs> Things like that. So I would say, well, what's the difference between you and my dad? And you would say, what? What, honey? What's the difference? And I would say, my dad went to be you. It sucks to be you. <laughs> and then I'd give her all the blanket, obviously. Uh-huh. But here's the here's the thing. So my dad mm-hmm. went to where for college? Be you. Exactly. <laughs> Guess who? I'll help you with the math in a minute. Who spoke at my father's um, uh, commencement, nineteen fifty-eight? Martin Luther King. Correct. That is correct. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Appreciate it so much. If you want to join the live streams or if you want extra content each week, that's at patreon.com slash burn barrel. Uh, you can also always find the show for free at burnbarrelpodcast.com. Um, you can email us burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com. You can leave us chat chat messages. That's at burnbarrelpodcast.com too. There's a red button and you can leave a message and say whatever you want. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Say la vie. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.